In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Besties, bitches, welcome back to another episode of Legally NYC. This is your host, Erin, and I have a guest with me today. I actually can't remember if this guest has been on before or not. I was thinking about it this morning when I was walking around, and I genuinely can't remember. So let's ask her. I bet she'd remember. Shan, have you been on before? (laughs) Um, no, I have never been on this podcast before. I've been invited a couple times, but I was not able to make it. But I have been talked about on this podcast on multiple occasions. Good um, and bad. It's usually not good. And I have not listened to every episode. So mm-hmm. I'm just assuming maybe I've been talked about other times. I can't say because I don't know which ones you've listened to. <laughs> well, the one I'm specifically talking about, for some reason, you were talking about my ex-boyfriends because you name dropped someone and then you that you were like I should cut that out but I'm not going to that, and they're uh, like they're not listening anyway who I was don't remember what it was about I don't know why you were talking about me was I recording with someone or was it a yeah story? with Megan it was one of your early episodes oh it was probably the one that was about boys oh maybe I don't know it was like our and second then, episode then there was another time where you were talking about how I was not good at manifesting good energy and I don't know why you were manifesting episode was I shit talking you to Caroline Stulte Yes, you were. <laughs> and I was like, Erin, why are you talking about me on your podcast? And it wasn't like mean, but it was kind of mean. Um, and now she's going to think that I'm a loser. Um, and then there was, a, you also talked about me in one of your ones where you talked about Taylor Swift and that was fine. It was just like information that you got from me, which like mm-hmm. was accurate. Um, you come up a lot in that way where I'll be like, Shannon told me this or Shannon. Yeah, Shannon told me this, Shannon told me that. But the one with the ex-boyfriend, I don't remember why. And you're like, oh, I should cut his name out. Eh, he's not going to listen to it anyway. I was probably talking about Andrew. So we were talking about Ray. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably why. And then the other one, yeah. You couldn't talk about Andrew Kramer without talking about Ray Hamlin. 
now you're name dropping their whole full names. Okay, and okay, fine. If we're gonna do that, um, I don't think it matters. I don't. <laughs> I hope neither of them would listen to this. That would be weird. I feel like maybe Andrew, like maybe would have listened to one for fun. You think maybe but he still follows me? Maybe like a maybe maybe. Wait, he still follows me on Instagram. I know because if I'm like looking through my story views to see, like if I'm yeah. looking to see if someone viewed it that I wanted to see it, I'll like see his name. But like I don't follow him anymore. I just oh, like see I don't unfollow people really so I don't think that's weird that he follows. No, them. no, I know you've said that but I just think it's it's weird when I unfollow, unfollow someone them. and I realize they still follow me because I unfollowed a lot of people from high school. I was telling Megan the other day I purged my Instagram of most people from high school. Yeah. So the only like the way that I'll get updates about people from high school is like through Facebook. I leave that. I'm not going to unfollow anyone on there. But on Instagram, yeah. like I don't want to follow you if you're not good vibes. But Facebook, yeah, you've told me that, and I don't understand. I've never spent enough time to go through like my following list to get rid of people. Maybe yeah, I, should. I do it every once in a while. I'll go like through. I'm old now, and I still follow everyone from high school who I followed to begin with. I do that on Facebook. But not Instagram, I think because but it might be the way that our gener my generation uses Instagram differently than you. Um, I don't know. Um, but so I leave my hair is like kind of kind of popping off today. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just looking at our it. hair looks the same now that mine is brown. Wow. Yeah. Well, because yours still has kind of a red tint too, since it was yeah, against my will. It's so not so much here. But if I'm in the sun, it's like no, it's, it's the side forever. that's the sun, the window is yeah. shining on. You can see it. Against my will, but it is what it is. Yeah, and mine is not against my will. Um, I did get an auburn gloss on my hair, so it is intended to have some red. Oh, shit, I got distracted. What were um, we talking about before I went, wow, my hair Whether I had been on the podcast before. Oh, yeah, so- No, oh, but you talk about me also, all the time. Um, So guys, this is Shannon. This is one of my sisters- she is my oldest sister, so she is the oldest sibling because I just have one brother, um, Tristan, who has been on more than once because he loves being on the podcast. And Tristan's a talker, but for some reason, when he gets in front of a mic, he forgets he's how to weird. talk. He gets weird. And I'll he's be so like, Tristan, weird. what do you want to talk about? And he's like, how's New York? And I'm like, uh, good. <laughs> Yeah, so, you're like, what do you want to talk about about your life? And he was like, how's your life? And you were like, yeah, I'm like, no, like I'm on this podcast every week. Let's talk about your life. He ha I will say, I think he was better when we did the weird episode with like me and Mads and Darian and Connor and Tristan. I'm pretty sure we were, I think I've not listened to that. Was one. Tristan in that one? It was around the holidays. So we were doing our favorite holiday um, episodes and TV shows. I thought I listened to that, but I must have not because I don't remember Connor ever being on the podcast. So I think he fell asleep partway through. No, Darian fell asleep on the floor. Darian always falls asleep. Yeah. Tristan was weird on the one where you were trying to do like 20 questions. Like you were like, I'll ask a question and then you ask a question. And every time it was his turn to ask a question, he had like nothing to say. And it's like, normally, like you said, Tristan will ask weird questions. Like, uh huh. But he didn't, or he'd just go, Do you have a boyfriend? He was, per yeah. oh, <laughs> he was boyfriend. performing. <laughs> but he wasn't performing. Lorelai, come here. Maybe I will post the video of this. I don't know. I'll think about it. I, I might mean, where do you post it on YouTube? Um, you can no, there is you can do video podcasts on Spotify now. Oh, oh, I can oh. Post it. I, can I mean post you can. I don't care. I did put mascara on, so my face is of um, I did do my makeup today. You know, and my hair to spontaneously fun. hang out with them. I don't think that you can see my boobs, but they look nice you in this shirt if you can joke see I made. Them. 
Huh? Did you even hear the joke I made? No. I said I did put makeup on in case I have to go spontaneously hang out with anybody. Oh, got you. <laughs> I put makeup on in case you were going to post this video and because I'm going to work after this. Yeah. I also put makeup on just because I've been doing that when I leave the apartment. So I feel less like a slug. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I you used to always put makeup on though. What? You used to always put makeup on. Like I you know, would be someone then- who, even if you were like going to like Dunkin' Donuts, you'd be like, I have to put my whole face of makeup on. Uh-huh. Yep. I eyeliner before I leave the house. In high school, I always wore eyeliner. I got to college. I feel like even in college too, though. Maybe like not after you moved to California. I was gonna after. say when I moved to San Diego, hi Lorelai. When I moved to California is when I stopped wearing as much makeup. And I think it's because it is like a beach town. Mm-hmm. So, like people generally wear less makeup. Yeah. And be like tan. So you feel like you need less makeup when you're tan. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was just getting skin cancer instead of doing my makeup. Um, <laughs> that's fine. No, but and that's so not true because I actually do always have sunscreen on my face. If I get skin cancer yeah. on my body, it's going to be somewhere else because I always have sunscreen on my face. But um. Where was I going with that? But yeah, I think I started wearing less makeup when I moved to San Diego. And then during finals in law school, you're probably not going to see me with makeup on. But um, Well, I feel like that's normal for everyone in school. Yeah, during finals, you become a a gremlin, a goblin, a troll. When you go to college, you realize that like no one cares what they look like anymore. That's not true. People do still care what they look like. I think more so in grad school. College people definitely still cared. See, I felt like in college, but I mean, maybe it also depends on like what class you were going to. Like if you have an 8 a.m., like no one's dressing up for that. You know I what I mean? Say, like, like my 8 a.m. or like my 745 when we would all show up, like my 8 a.m. chemistry lab when we knew we were going to go back to sleep when we left. Yeah, no one gets dressed and up for Nobody's that. like we're coming in like our sweatpants. Sometimes people came in their pajamas. Yeah. People might care what they look like, like if they're going out or something, but like for like class, I feel like people didn't care as much. Yeah. And if it's later in the day, it's like maybe you did other things first because like then you're kind of starting your day. But if you have like an 8 a.m. and then you get to go back home and take a nap, it's like a different vibe. Yeah. But so definitely college. I hope you can't hear me chewing. I actually can't. Um, But okay. So I guess now that we've introduced Shannon, um, Shannon, I guess we should we should give some more facts about you let's just like get can i do my can i do my big three oh oh yeah i should start i don't usually do that when i have guests on but really i thought you did for some reason maybe it was a different podcast it might just be that sometimes i ask them yeah Um, but okay first so give us your elevator pitch of who you are and tell us what your big three um astrology so um I don't really have that great of an elevator pitch so I'm I was gonna say I'm 30 years old but I'm actually 29 I'm gonna be 30 this year um I'm gonna I, be honest I couldn't remember the other day how you old never can asked and I said wait she's gonna be 30 I'm gonna be 30 in December so I'll do my astrology so I'm a Sagittarius sun Capricorn moon Scorpio rising um so like I'm a little aggressive and not like warm and fuzzy wait what's um your- Sagittarius, Capricorn, Scorpio. I always forget you have Scorpio. Yeah, my rising is a Scorpio. That's why I look like a bitch. Can you remind me, is rising the one that's like the mask that you have on? Yeah, rising is how you present to other people. And moon is how you... Your emotions. Moon has to do with your inner self and your emotions. I literally always mix them up. So I forget. I'm a Leo moon. Yes, you're a Leo moon. What's my rising again? Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Yes, that's right. 
You're a Cancer rising Leo moon, Pisces sun. I know I'm a Pisces. So this is not part of my elevator pitch, but somebody the other day told me that um, there's certain like facial features that like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I believe her because she seemed like she knew what she was talking about, but like that certain signs, like as your son, like she said to me, like, oh, you have the face of a Sagittarius. She's like, I knew you were a Sagittarius. And then if you look, you can see like different facial features that people have that are the same first your son. And then when we were, I was saying like my rising and she said that I had Scorpio eyes. So I guess like, I don't know if she's making it up, but um, she, it was my friend, Rachel. She seemed like she was telling facts. I don't think she was lying, Um, but she said like you're rising. You can see almost in your eyes and then your facial features um, will sometimes look like what your son is. I wonder if it's in your eyes for your rising because that's like the mask you put onto people. And when you're talking to someone, they're kind of like paying attention to your eyes. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I buy it. I think it's real, but I haven't looked into it yet. Like I was like, oh, I want to know more, but I think she's having a baby right now. So then we, so like right now, well, I don't know, maybe because Rachel's super pregnant and she was due like last week and she was like, just waiting to see like before they made an appointment and we were texting yesterday and we were talking about our astrology and she like was saying to me like that she was hoping like that she felt like maybe she was going to have the baby that night cuz she was having like more cramping than normal and then she like very abruptly stopped texting me so i think she may have had the baby but oh well, or she just forgot to answer me but like usually she'll remember so, so. it is a gemini fuck yeah she yeah 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 about how the baby was going to be a gemini she wanted it to be early so that it was a um taurus yeah taurus um, but it was in fact not early and it is a Gemini. Oh my God. That's it crazy. was actually due on Zach's birthday, but it does not have the same birthday as him. Zach is my ex-boyfriend. For- Who she lives with. That's part of her elevator pitch, but he's moving out. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'll go back to my elevator pitch, I guess. This is a long, very long segue. So it's okay. We got sidetracked. I'm going to be 30 in December. Sagittarius, Capricorn, Scorpio. Um, I have two dogs. If you're watching the video, if the video is posted, one of them is over here and one is over here. You can't see her, but she's here too. I also have two cats, but one of them is going to be moving out with my ex-boyfriend and the other one I found on the street a couple months ago and now he's mine too, I guess. Um, I live with my ex-boyfriend. We've been together for like the, the larger part of six years because there was a little back and forth and like, you know, some breaking up in the middle and we've been broken up now since, uh, November but uh we're still living together but he's actually moving out next week and that story will come later because that's part of a story that I have to tell that I'm here for yeah Shannon's Um, here for a rant I'm here for a rant and I'll also say Erin knows some of the things that I'm gonna say but she doesn't know all of it so she can react in live time because she actually hasn't heard the whole story yet I'm excited Um, Yes. I love a good so, and oh I sorry, I'm a bartender. I knew I didn't huh? know. I didn't want to have to pretend I didn't know. No, you don't have to. You can know the parts you know, and then there's some parts you don't know. So um sorry. what else? I am a bartender. I went to college, but I was an English major and I thought I might want to be a journalist, and then that was very daunting, and I never did it because I was a waitress and I made way more money doing that. And now I'm a bartender. Um and I don't really know what I'm doing with my life, but that's basically my elevator pitch. I love it. I think. I think that was good. Good enough, right? Let's see. Yeah. I already said you're the oldest. Yeah, um, you already did that. Like, I have five oh, siblings, but I don't need to oh, tell you that because you know. Oh, where, so Shannon's, Shannon grew up in New Hampshire with me, but Shannon's technically from New York. I was born in New York, yeah. Elmira, New York. Upstate New York. Not the cool part. Mm-hmm. And 
I think we moved here when I was like two. So like, I don't remember it, but I did live there. Mm-hmm. And then I lived in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire. I was going to say, do you probably remember living in Nashua though a little bit? Uh, like not just really, like, but a little like, bit, you know, just like bits. We moved yeah. out of there when I was three because you were going to be born. So mm-hmm. we had, we, we moved to a house. I only remember really, really small bits and pieces of um, living You would have been, no, you would have been four. Well, we moved out before you were born. Yeah. I was four when you were born. But you would have been like almost four. Like I think it was maybe three and a half. half. I thought you guys I don't know like, when we moved. In like November or something. Okay, so I guess almost four. I then. think you were almost four. But so you would remember a little. My point being that you remember a little bit of Nashua, but not like. I remember moving out. One of my earliest childhood memories is being um absolutely like traumatically upset when we were moving because I wanted to take my toys with me like in the car with us like my bath toys for some reason I don't know why but those were like the toys I wanted to bring in the car toys and then something happened someone locked themselves out of a house there was like something happened where we had to go in like someone else's car and like the stuff I wanted to bring with me didn't fit so I had to let someone else take it in their car and I like was scared you know that I wasn't gonna get my stuff and I was crying that sounds like you so I remember that but that was moving out I don't remember a lot of being there that's fair. But then Shannon grew up in New Hampshire and she's been in New Hampshire since then. You never, you never no, lived-, I lived in California for. Oh my God. Right. I forgot. Shannon lived in California with me for. For two split brief. So first for two months and then I was back in New Hampshire, but then I was back in California for five, seven, six, seven months. So almost a year total time, but with like space in the middle, but now I'm here because I obviously didn't like it. Yeah. So Shannon hasn't gotten out of New Hampshire much is my point. I was on the other side of the country yeah, for but the just, majority of a year. Just for a little while. But okay. Yeah. But Shannon. And I gone. drove across the country both ways, both okay. times because I have Shannon's dogs. So I didn't out. See, I saw the country. Okay. Shannon hasn't lived out of New Hampshire much. For too long. No, not for a long time. Yeah. And now you've for been back time. in New Hampshire how many years now? I graduated um, in 2020. Like three and, and a half, almost four. Yeah. Three yeah. and a half. Okay. So um, that's, that's, but I've moved in, I've lived in various parts of New Hampshire. I've moved a lot of times, but just, yeah, just within New Hampshire. Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's Shannon's backstory. So let's dive into why she's here today. I think we're talking about karma. Yeah. We're talking about to set the scene to set, so okay. to set the scene, we'll be talking about karma um, a little bit of manifesting because that's the route I want to take it. Um, good energy, bad energy, bad vibes, bad luck, good luck. It's a vibes episode. We had a very long intro though, so I'm not sure who made it this far, but if you're still here, that's where we're going. <laughs> yep, that's where we're going. <laughs> okay, she's so- got crazy stories, apparently. <laughs> not like crazy. Well, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. (laughs) 
So my my thesis of the day is basically that I think I don't believe in in good karma anymore. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But I do karma is my boyfriend. Karma's not my boyfriend. You can ask Mads. The amount of times that Mads and I have like made the joke, like Mads is like, Shannon, karma is not your boyfriend. Like we've said it multiple times over the past few months because it's appeared that every time I've done something good, I like get something really bad back. So like, I do believe in bad karma because I have many times seen people get bad karma. Like you do something bad and something bad happens to you. But good karma, I don't believe in for me, maybe for Taylor Swift and good for her. Um, What about for me? Yeah, well, you have just good luck in general. So I don't even think you have good karma. It's not that you do good things and get good things. You just are lucky. Erin found apparently two four-leaf clovers when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And And now I have a tattoo of one. I have never found a four-leaf clover. And maybe that's the problem, I guess. No, Um, the the reason you didn't find one is because you didn't believe you would. I I just didn't ever look for one. I sat down in our yard and I said, I'm finding a four-leaf clover today. But you found two. And I dug until I found one. And then I did it again a different day. I think one time I might have just happened upon it. Yeah, the first time I'm pretty sure it was an accident. And our mother was like, And then the second time, once I found one. Once I found one, I was like, I need another one. And I Googled it and it's one in 10,000. So it's not that people think they're rare, but they're not really like they are. There's only one in 10,000. It's like a defect. It's not, they're not supposed to come out that way. Yeah, they're not supposed to look like that. something wrong in their genetic code that they have like a fourth. Like the calico cats that are males. Yeah. We can't go on that segue. We'll get too far off track. Yeah, we can't talk about that today. That's for another Um, night. But yeah, so so I'm generally a lucky lucky. person in Shannon's eyes. I don't think I'm lucky though. I think I manifest good energy and that's the difference in how we view it. I mean, maybe that's true, but I just think you're pretty lucky. You should read. Wait, this is a book recommendation. You should read my favorite um, rom-com book, The Unhoneymooners, because it's not like the major plot of it, but like an underlying tone in the whole thing is that these the main character has a twin sister and she thinks her sister is so lucky because she always gets things and that she's the unlucky one. And mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, it was just like my mindset the whole time. Like that wasn't the whole plot, but like now that's you gave much- spoilers. No, that's not a spoiler. Let's hope she turns out better in the end than in the beginning of the book. Fine, whatever. You should read it though. It's a really good book and they're coming out with an audiobook sequel of it this summer. It's just going to be audiobook form so you can only I've listen. heard of it, but I didn't know what it was about or anything. It's Maybe good. I'll read it. It's that the... It happened. I, this isn't a spoiler because it's the very beginning. I'm not going to tell you why, but for some reason, okay, the, her sister and her husband, they just like it starts at their wedding. For some reason, they can't go on their honeymoon. So she gives her sister and the best man, who is her husband's brother, they give them their honeymoon package and they okay. have to pretend to be them. So that's Makes why sense. it's the unhoneymooners because it's not really their honeymoon. But yeah, okay. but it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I get the vibe. Um, so you should read that or listen to it. It's a really good audiobook. I've listened no, to No, I can't do audiobooks. That's what I thought. And then I could. And then you could. This, yeah, this know. was this was the first audiobook I listened to, I think. And I believe it was when I was bedridden with my um, what's that called? Food poisoning last summer because I just finished reading it and like I needed entertainment, but I couldn't look at a screen, like I couldn't watch something. And I was like, yeah. that book is really comforting. So then I just listened to the book. I spent the whole day listening to it. So it's a quick audiobook too. There's okay. one I'm listening to right now that's super long. I'll probably read it, not listen to it, but that's, that's fine. fine. I can, um, if you want it, I can give it to our family when they come 
tomorrow and they can bring it home for you. I have it. I forgot that was tomorrow. Yeah, you're not coming though, but I own the book. No, so. I couldn't get off of work. Neither could Mads. But That's now we're, we're both watching Penny. You want me to send the book home? You can. Okay. I'd I'll be more off. likely to read it if you like just gave it to me than if I have to go buy it. Okay, I'm going to take it off the shelf. Megan's read it before. When Megan read it, it got some sun damage. She was reading it I've heard of it. Like, I've seen it on TikTok, but I just... um, It's my favorite one. I haven't read a book in a really long time, actually. I hadn't either until I read this, and it got me back into reading, because it was really good. And then I like all of Christina Lauren's books now. It's actually... It's not like Christina Lauren. It's like two authors. They're friends, and they write together. Oh. Wait, that's cool. But so their author name is Christina Lauren. Um, Yeah, but it is cool. So, and that's, they're the ones that wrote my favorite Christmas. Um, I know about your favorite that Christmas. I told you guys I listened to like three times because I couldn't get the physical copy of that one. Um, I want to get the physical copy next year. Don't actually read it. But yeah, so I like their books. And they have, they're popular right now. They have a lot of like big books right now. Other than Colleen Hoover, I want to say Christina Lauren is one of the bigger ones right now. Okay, um, we got distracted. That's a book rack for all of you. Sequel <laughs> is coming in like July. So it's your chance to read it. Um, that was so sidetracked. Um, so let's get into it, Shannon. Tell us, why don't you believe in good karma? Okay. Why we started recording at? Because I don't. You what? I don't. I said, do you know what time we started recording at? Um, It was um, like roughly 2.15, I think. Okay, that sounds right, because the last text I sent to you was 2.06, and then we faced Like, it might have been a little after that, because I remember saying, like, I have a little over an hour, but, like, technically I have more time than that, but I was trying to give myself, you know. Yeah, okay, right. anyway, go ahead. But technically, I just have to change, and then I can go to work, so I guess I actually have, Are you like, working at now, four? but what? Are you working at yeah. four? Oh, yeah. okay, cool, go ahead. Okay. I was just, I try to give myself extra time because otherwise I know I'll make myself late by accident. It's so. always late, just like right. me. So are you. I said just like me. Okay. Erin's usually worse than me. Um, Okay, last sidetrack. I had a dream within a dream within a dream last night, and each time I woke up from the dream, I was late to work. Like the first time, I but I was like, I was late to my first day of my internship, and I was like, I can't do this. They're gonna fire me before I even start. So then I was like, I need to find her phone number so I can text and tell her like, I thought I had to leave here at nine thirty, not be there at nine thirty. And then I couldn't find her phone number. And then it like turned into I was like, oh, it was just a dream. And then it happened again, and then again, and then the last time that it happened, I actually did make it. I don't know if I made it, but I left on time. And then it like flashed forward, and it was like. Halloween weekend and mommy was like why are you home and I was like I told you I had this weekend off and that I'd be home but it was like I had been at work for three months and I think that might have to do with me going to Italy for three months but in my head it was like I left and went to work for three months and I didn't bring Lorelai with me so that was messed up and I was like she's not gonna love me now she thinks mommy is her mother Oh, you left her at like at our parents' house. Yes, I left because I left her with mommy while I went to work, and I didn't come home from work for three months. Which still doesn't make sense because you wouldn't have been working from New Hampshire because the job you got is in the city. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, and when I left the last time, it's like we were at an airport, so I don't know where we were. Anyway, okay. Um, I'm done being right. sidetracked. It's your turn to talk. I'm gonna drink my matcha. Let's try. Let's try again. Let's talk karma, bitches. Okay. So, so before I get into like the, the story, I'll give quick backstory. Also, wait, I'm going to give myself a disclaimer first so that people don't think that I'm like, just like a bitch. So she is, I, (laughs) 
I am fully aware. Like my life is not that bad. I'm not trying to say I have like the worst life in the world. There's like millions of people that have way worse lives than me. So I'm not and, like, I still have like a lot of privileges and like, you know, things in my life that other people don't have. So I'm going to start by saying that so that people aren't like, oh my God, why yes, are you white bitch privilege? Yeah. And, and like, also like I have a job, you know, and I have somewhere to live and whatever, but essentially it's the way that I keep getting bad luck is that I'm just like stuck. Like every time I start to get ahead or like try to get ahead, like to advance my life, I get like pushed back. And a lot of the time it is like, every time I have like a little extra money, something happens and I like don't have extra money anymore. Like that's happened probably for the past, like four or five years of my life. And I thought- I will give you that. That does keep happening. All the time, all that the time. And I thought that Zach, that's my ex-boyfriend, we'll name drop him because I'm not really saying anything mean about him. Um, Damn. <laughs> I thought that he was the bad luck because like he actually always has had, like, like he actually had a pretty shitty life before. And he- He was set up for failure. Yeah, like set up for failure. Like he did not have privileges. Not that he had bad luck. He was like set up for failure. He had a bad childhood, we'll yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and he has never had like, he's, so he's never been ahead on money because he could never like save money because he didn't have the privilege to be able to save money. Because he was always like providing for himself. Yes. So I thought that like he was like my bad luck, you know, like that my money luck was like strung to him because it's basically been since I was had him in my life that I started having bad luck with money. Um. But when we get to the end of the story, you'll find that now apparently it's not true and it is me. So, you know, you can um, manifest money. I, I don't know. Also, this is like kind of a sidebar, but kind of not. So when I was talking to Rachel yesterday about like our astrology and the houses still kind of confuse me, like which house your sign is in. But so like she had sent me a picture and like there's, you know, first, second, third, whatever. And most of my signs are in my first and I think it's third. It's either your, second or third. Your astrology chart all is so over compacted. here. So your like, first house is looks, about. It looks fake. Like Megan, because right. Megan got hers done professionally too. Mm -hmm. And like it, it's spread out. Like there are things everywhere, but yours are really compacted. Yeah. So my first house, your first house is about like self-actualization and like your inner self and like basically about yourself. So that means that in your life, most of your focus is going to kind of be about figuring out who you are, which I am constantly having an identity crisis. So like that adds up. And then the other house that most of my- I thought we were all having identity crises all the time. Well, we are, but I just feel like I never, ever know who I am. So it made sense for me. Mm -hmm. okay. And then the okay. other one, I don't remember if it's two or three, but whatever the house is involving finances and money, that's where most of my other signs are. So basically those are the things that like, that's where you want to get in life, but it also is where you're having your struggles. It's what so, you have to work through to get yeah, to, like, like, to but be that like, I really good. Get money, but that like, no, I'm it, like a lot of my life is going to be unfocused on financial things essentially is what it is yeah. saying. Yes. Yes. That is which true. Sucks. That's how Megan, um, there's a specific thing. I forget which thing it is. Is it the Chiron may, maybe? And Megan was saying wherever that your Chiron is in your chart is where you specifically have a lot of struggles and like it's yeah what you have I to don't work know where through, that is but... but it's what you have to work through to like achieve like your ideal like best self and you will get through yes. it at some point but um it's going to be like your your struggle and it could have to do with like past trauma of like you have to Tristan just sent me two voice memos I thought they were going to be interesting but they were just him quoting Glee so anyway 
Um, sometimes we get those. Sometimes he has something real to say. Yesterday he sent me one that said, Jesus is the way, Jesus is Mm. your life, follow Jesus. He sent me one yesterday. I forgot to listen to it. It was was probably about Jesus. It was yeah, because it was when we were talking in the chat. It was because of the conversation we're having in the family group chat. Also, guys, tell us if you agree. Jesus had to be hot, right? Like he had to be attractive, otherwise he wouldn't have been. Yeah, Jesus was hot, confirmed. Jesus was hot. People would have thought he was crazy if he was ugly, and that's Mm -hmm. just pretty privilege, but it's true. Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty privilege. And like if Jesus did not pretty privilege, people pr- would have thought he was crazy. They would have thought he was the same as like a homeless man on the subway. That's like talking nonsense. Um, so but if he's an attractive looking man, people believe him. And he's like he's confident, you know, people believe him. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll put a poll up about that because I'm curious what other people think. OK, um, that Everyone's was just a sidebar. Yes. Those sidebar. Okay, so actually, though, on the sidebar of Jesus, I was going to say this at the beginning when I was talking about karma. So when I'm saying like karma, it's like everyone believes in different things, you know? So for people who believe in God, it would be like God sending you blessings. But either way, it's like supposed to be like, if you're a good person, good things are supposed to come back around to you. Mm-hmm. And that's like the same belief that people have in other areas yeah. of like- Wait, that's what, I was, them. that's what I was going to say earlier. I forgot when you said that I have good l- luck, but or like good karma, but I don't do good things. So I just have good luck, but it's just that I'm a good person. Yeah, but good like person good still counts as like, yeah. yeah, but so yeah, so it's like, if you're a good person, God should send you blessings. And also the same idea of like reincarnation, where if you're a good person, the next life you come back as like something good. And if you're a bad person, you come back as something, you know, like a, a worm or something. Ew, um, I don't want to come back as a worm. I don't think you will. But and there's all different ranges. But yeah, yeah come so back as like whatever you believe in. It could be good energy. It could be God. It could be a different God. It doesn't matter. But it's all the same idea that like good things are supposed to, give good things back. And that's what I mean by good karma as a sidebar for God, um, for the God listeners. So, or for the non-God listeners, it could just be good karma, right? Like good energy in the world. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Good so energy, getting way, back yeah, good everyone. energy. I was actually talking about this at work, um, the other day with some of my coworkers, but anyway. Okay. So yeah. So bad luck with money. And I guess maybe it, now it's because of my astrology, but I thought that it was because of Zach, because prior to me dating him, I did not have bad money luck. I had plenty of money. I had money saved. Like, though I will say like, I came from the privilege of that. I could live at my parents' house. So I, had, was I was going to say you money. hadn't been living on your own yet. Right. But I still was pretty good with money. Like I, like I had enough money. I've whatever. never been good with money. No, but I was. So that's why I'm like, I thought it was him. Okay. I'll like so save like, up okay. and have a lot and then I have none for years. And then I have a lot and then I have none. <laughs> I, I thought it was him. And so then when we broke up, I'm like, okay, well, like at least like now, like maybe my bad luck will go away. Okay. Um, and also for the sake of the story, I do have to add, he broke up with me. It was not my choice. So um though maybe she should have broken up with him nothing against maybe, you Zach. but that's I just like a sidebar the, it's important that like he's the one who broke up with me like that i didn't make the choice it's important for the end of the story okay um and also when we broke up the last time because like i said there were some messy parts in the middle but the last time we broke up which was this past fall um i'm not gonna like slander his name because like we're fine now and we're friends and he's apologized but there was some shady stuff done on his end at the time he deserved slandering yes at the time he deserved like bad karma which he kind of did he did end up having some bad luck so i'm saying i believe in the bad karma mm-hmm. um and he then, got his comeuppance okay and then also relevant to the story for the majority of our relationship i have made more money than him um, just because of my job, like I'm a bartender, it's really easy to make good cash. 
Um, he he's like worked hard and like he should get paid more at his job, but like not the point for the sake of the story. I've paid more over the past most of the years we've been together out of our bills for various reasons. And he would give money when he had it. And he was that's fine. Like, but again, not slandering the him. breadwinner. Right. Like I was just, him. you know, I she just, just the she had, daddy. And she had the better job. Yeah. She had yeah. The like, you know, it's fine. Like I was able to give more gifts. I was able to buy more things for him. I would pick up the bills if he didn't have the money all again, all good and fine. Not mad about that. Um, so okay. mad. No, Aaron, I don't want I'm just kidding. He might listen. He I'm might just listen kidding. To it, okay. I know. Just he kidding. knows I'm oh, recording right now because mad I had to use the computer and he had to tell me how to turn it on. Um <laughs> You I'm not going to turn really it on. Though. No, Erin, I don't know. I didn't know. I couldn't find the button. It's and usually, then, it's on the PC thing. You push yes, and, and the I monitor. Find it, but I, then I pressed the wrong button, which he was like, oh my God, never press that button again. Is it going to reset the whole thing? It would have if it was on, but since it was off, it didn't matter. And I only okay. pressed it because I thought it was the on button, but it was actually like the power supply. And if I had turned it off while the computer was on, it would have like, cut the power and then yeah, yeah. Okay. okay off track again um yes so <laughs> fine so we broke up um he continued to like I continued to like live here with him we were both on the lease but like I was still paying more money than him even though we weren't together because like it was what I could afford and then he was supposed to move out back in December and then some personal stuff happened with him and so I like let him stay and he didn't really give me any rent for that month because like he didn't have the money because he was supposed to be moving out, whatever. Like I was like, it's okay, you can stay. Like goodness of my heart, fine. Trying to help, like I helped him out with some stuff at that time. Okay, so. Yeah, so she thought around. she'd get good karma. Well, that's not why I did it though. Like I wasn't, but you, you know, like, so it's not like I'm doing good things because I want good karma, but you know, when you do something good and it's like kind of shitty for you, but you're like, okay, well it's supposed to come back around, you know, like eventually I'll get like, something but I don't yeah. know but I wasn't doing yeah. it for good karma it's just like a you'll get it at the end okay okay so um so yeah so he stays whatever and then we end up making an agreement like in March that in order for him to be able to move out obviously he's gonna have to save up like a decent amount of money because the world is expensive right now is that yeah, it is. So That's we make a deal <laughs> where he's going to start paying me like way less money while he's living here so that he can keep um, so that he can save up so that he'd have like a deposit to be able to move out. So mm -hmm. he's still giving me a little bit. It's like very minimal money based on like what he should be giving me. And that's fine. And I told him, like, I didn't want any of it back. Like, I was like, it's fine. I don't expect you to pay me back because I knew that once he moved out, like he wouldn't be able to save much because he'd be paying for himself and it's expensive. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want any of it back. It's fine. Just find somewhere else to move. And like, all good. Like, I'm washing my hands of the money. Like, I didn't want any money back that he owed me. Okay. So like two weeks ago, he lucks out. He has a friend and his friend's mom, like two people he knows that need to move. And they are looking to have a third roommate so that they can get like cheaper rent. So his now all this is his friend's mom. Yeah, it's Manny and his mom. Manny lives with his mom and they needed to move. So like oh, that's, okay. you know what I mean? But they're okay, like, we can it. get a bigger place if you want to move in with us. Gotcha, gotcha. And they would get- So he lucks out in that sense because he um, now is splitting rent three ways. Whereas before he was looking like on his own and that's way more expensive. 
Um, so he's now splitting rent three ways and rent and utilities, like splitting three ways. He only had to put down a third of the deposit to move Owen's out. licking his butt. He doesn't have to buy, you know, like everything for the house because they mm-hmm. don't look at him because they already have some items. Like basically financially, like he, like he, I was like, wow, that's like a great deal for you. And I was happy for him. Like, I don't wish anything bad on him now. I don't want bad things to happen to him. But I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Like, you'll be able to save so much money now that you're like going to be living for essentially, essentially he's going to be paying like, more like less than half of like he what he would have been paying to live here yeah okay he's just paying for a room well no they split it three ways even Uh but still it's twenty four hundred dollars and there's three of them so he's paying eight hundred dollars in rent and then they're splitting the utilities but it's like under a thousand basically yeah and then he has his own bills you know his car his phone whatever but still like rent like rent and utilities for a thousand dollars i can't even imagine in this day and age okay (laughs) so that's great. I'm happy for him. Cool. Then, as I said before, he's like well overdue for a raise at his job. Like I have been the first person saying to him, like, you need to get more money. Like you work hard, like whatever. So finally, so he finds he's going to move out. He's moving out next week. Okay. Or like end of this week or beginning of next week. And then simultaneously, he gets a huge raise. Okay. Yeah, baby. Right, which good for him. Again, happy for him. He deserved it. I've been also telling him he needed for a raise forever. He does owe you money for other things, not for the months when you said he didn't have to pay you. But it's not even about the fact that, like, it's not even about the owing money. It's the fact that, like, it was just, like, salt in the wound. And this is not even where the story ends. It's, like, salt in the wound, the fact that he gets this huge raise. So now he would have been able to pay, like, his whole half to live here literally the same week that he finds somewhere else to move and I so in the that, whole time also have to think of it as now he has the money to pay you back for things that he owes you for yeah but that's not the point Eric. i know it's not the point okay continue because even before he got the raise so i also even before he got the raise he told me like he was gonna keep giving me i told him like i wash my hands of the money i don't want it back like it wasn't worth having it over my head you know to be that's like too nice of you i could never well, then that's what I'm saying. I was, I was being nice. Like I wasn't like, I, you know, like I just was like, you know what? It is what it is because I knew that he was going to have a lot of his own bills to pay. And that if he kept paying me back, it was also going to set him back. And I have had more ability to like have help and stuff like that than he has. So I was trying to be nice because I was angry about it for a while and it wasn't doing me any good, you know? So I was trying to be like, let it go. It's let all it good. Go. Fine. Let it and go. in turn, so that happens. And then he did say, that he was still going to continue paying me some money weekly, which I didn't I didn't ask him to and I didn't expect him to. So again, like very nice of him to try to make up for it because it's not that like if he had money, he wouldn't pay for things for me. It's just I've always made more money than him. Um, but yeah, so that's fine, cool and wonderful. But now we get into the fact that at the same time that he is getting cheap rent and a huge raise, um, these are the things that have happened to me in the last two weeks. And some of these Erin knows and some of them she doesn't. So, okay. So we'll start with the tiny things. We'll go in order because it started small. Okay. I lost my debit card. I lost my checkbook. Mm-hmm. They're in my house somewhere, you know, annoying, but it's fine. Um, I then <laughs> scrape my car in the Starbucks parking lot, like, and I need to pay to get it fixed and the fucking headlight broke. And apparently you have to replace a whole headlight. You can't just replace the cover on the headlight. Um, so my insurance deductible is $500. So that could be way worse, but you know, $500 out of my pocket. Okay. For my car. Also, the lady was really mean to me when I scraped her car, but that's besides the point. It was a bitch. Um, yeah. Super bitch. 
Um, she gets her come up in the car. I'm forgetting something else before I get to the last one. Well, I mean, last night I locked myself out of my house that was just um, for a little bit and then set my car. Oh, oh, my car window. Prior to me scraping oh, yeah. my car, the back left window of my car is stuck open. And of course, it's been the rainiest two weeks that we've had ever. So it's just raining inside my car. Have you not gotten car. that fixed? No, because so it is a lease. So they will fix it for free. But when I called the first time to try to make an appointment to have it be fixed, the man was just like, oh, like to temporarily get it up you can just pull on the window and like press the button at the same time and then we'll fix it for you later. But just so it's not like open. So I'm like, okay, cool. And like, then I can make an appointment and come in and he's like, yeah. And then he like hung up on me without making an appointment. So then I was like, I was like, what? So then I like, didn't call back right away because I was like, I don't understand. So then I called back yesterday and they were just like, Oh, just like bring it in anytime and we'll qualify it as an emergency. So you don't need an appointment. And I'm like, but I want an appointment because I don't want to come in there and have to sit and wait. Like I'm trying to make an appointment. They're like, no, no, like it's considered emergency. So just bring it in and we'll take care of it. Like as soon as you come in and I'm like, like, why can't can't it's like how I can't make Lorelai an appointment to get her nails trimmed because it's a walk-in service. I'm like, but tell me what time I can come in. Right. So I'm like, like, I don't want to be. I'm like, well, how long am I going to be waiting? They're like, could be an hour, could be longer. Depends what the problem is. I'm like, okay, so can you just make me an appointment so I can drop it off? Someone can pick me up and I can go back. Whatever. So then I haven't done that yet. And so now it's still broken, but that's bad luck, but not money wise. Cause I don't have to pay for that, but it's on the list. So essentially, and I'll get to the biggest thing in a second, but basically like ever since he had those two really good things happen to him at the same time, I have had just tiny little bad things happen to me. Like the whole at the same time like he feels bad like he's like oh wow like I don't know why so many bad things are happening to you and the kicker is so as I said I'm a bartender um so I have had the same schedule at work for the past like two years and I usually work like over 40 hours a week but it's not like 50 I'll work like I don't know maybe 45 sometimes it's less than that my job I hope my boss isn't listening no slander to um my place of employment, I don't think they're going to listen. They have decided all of a sudden that they're being super strict about overtime, that no one's allowed to go into overtime, despite the fact that I, um, you don't even get paid no money. You're a bartender. So I get paid a little more money because I'm a shift manager. And so I can not a lot. Like it's not, no, it's still under minimum. It's still under minimum wage. Yes. Um, and, and we're talking about under minimum wage in New Hampshire, which is yeah. seven twenty five. I also was like, I'll forego the wage, the the raise to keep my shift because I don't really care. But they're like, just no, no one's allowed to go into overtime like on paper. So that means that I had to give up a shift. And no. as a bartender, any shift I'm choosing to give up, like because they uh, they did give me like the choice, like which shift do you want to lose? I, you know, cried, had a mental breakdown, as one would do. Can we sue them? My man, no. It's like at-will employment, and also, like, I'm not contracted, and technically, your shifts can change all the time at a restaurant. I just, like, have been there so long that, like, I had my set shifts, but there's no grounds for suing. Yeah, but you had, you kind of had a contract. It was whatever reliance. It was a, um, you had, like, a quasi-contract. I don't know what that means. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm not uh, either. So anyway, no matter which shift I picked, which my manager, so this is coming like from the owners, but they're not the ones who talked to me. My, one of my managers is who talked to me. 
like was like, I'm really sorry. Like I can try to talk to them, but like, I don't think they're going to care whatever. And I could threaten to sue them. She's like, yeah, it didn't work. There's definitely no grounds for suing Erin. Um, Sometimes you don't have to actually sue. You just have to threaten to sue. No, because I still need this job. So I'm not trying to burn bridges. We're not actually going to burn a bridge. And in New Hampshire, you can be fired for any reason. Like it's like at will employment or whatever at what's it called? Whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, You're Um, an at-will employee. Yeah. So anyway, so no matter, so she was like, well, what shift do you want to pick? Because like, she's like trying to help me out, but no matter what shift I pick, it is a hundred, at least a hundred dollars. Like I make at least a hundred dollars on basically every shift I work. And sometimes it's $200. Some are more, but I'm obviously not going to pick like one of my best shifts. Your Friday night? But even my least good shifts, I'm making between one and $200 a shift. So no matter what shift I pick, I'm losing around like $600 a month, Um, which is like the equivalence of if I was getting like a $7,000 salary cut. But like you don't get salary and the money's not from them. But I did the math, you know. Yeah. Um, But I put my case and I cried and I begged and I whatever. And it doesn't matter. So... Moral of the story. Why will they not let you do overtime when they hardly pay you anything? I don't know. I, like I don't, not I don't really want to get into that on the podcast. Mm. Um, because as I said, I uh, do still want this job. So I know. But yes. So that aside, simultaneously, as he has gotten a raise and a cheap living space, I am taking over the full bills for like the place we in the, which is super expensive. I live in a two bedroom. $600 a month pay cut. I rent a what? With a $600 yes. a month pay cut. I rent a two bedroom, one and a half bath house because I have dogs and they don't let them into most apartments. Um, I have a da- dangerous pit bull. And they get a tiny little yard here. Yeah. Right. Owen is the most dangerous dog I've the ever met. That's where, that's where my most recent dog wound is. Using it in Owen. the back over there. Yeah. Um, Owen's evil. So this place is super expensive. That was a joke. I, Owen's really sweet. <laughs> I, I had like exactly done the math it. when I told him to move out. Like I had done my math down to a T like of, I can afford all of these bills with not much extra, but like I can live, you know, I can feed so myself and someone whatever. Else in now? Huh? You have to find a roommate now. I don't know anyone and I'm not going to pick a stranger. So hmm. I don't know anyone looking to, to move out. So like, And like, also I couldn't have moved out because again, I don't know anyone looking and I wouldn't have wanted to move unless I was going somewhere way cheaper than this. But like, it's impossible to find places that let dogs in. So yeah. And I have, I own a lot more stuff than him. So it also made more sense for him to move because for him, it's way easier. And like, for me, it's not. And like most of the furniture is mine. And I was going to say, do you own most of the furniture? Yeah. Even aside from furniture, just moving everything out of my closet would have taken longer than everything he owns. Um, so yeah, no bad blood. I would move in with you. I'm about to be homeless in August, but, um, I have a little dog that your dog will try to eat. So it won't work. Yes. Um, one of my dogs does not like Lorelai. One of Shannon's dogs has tried to murder Lorelai and it's not Owen. (laughs) It's the one that you can't see. She's off camera. She does not look scary. So she's technically not the dangerous dog. No, but she is because she also has people in her. They True, just but like looking at her, you wouldn't because oh, she's yeah, such yeah. a she's, she's such smaller. a she's such like and a we're not sure though. why she hates Lorelai so much because she is like sometimes dog aggressive. Like her and Owen have fought, like, but it's more like um for guarding something, you know, like a food or a toy or whatever. And same with like um like my parents' dog. But every time she sees Lorelai, she just like 
well, actually wants to kill her. Well, like she did it to Penny too. Like it could be. No, but with off. Penny, it was still most of the time there was like something involved. With Lorelai, it's been since the second she saw her, she was just like, I want that dog dead. No idea why. Because also like, so I haven't taken my dogs to the dog park in a long time because Owen started humping um, every dog, including puppies. So Lex was not the reason we stopped going to the dog park. It was Owen because he was humping everything in sight. And some dogs don't like that. I love him, but he's a dick. Dog park. Um, But that being said, so it's been a couple of years, but when I used to take them to the dog park, Lex was never in a fight at the dog park, like never even remotely. So it's not like as soon as she sees most dogs, she wants to eat them. But Lorelai- do you think it has to do with the house too? Because she lived in that house for a while. Yeah. Like how no, Lorelai, I think it does. Because like Lorelai only guards in our apartment. Like she loves yeah. meeting dogs outside of it. But when we've had other dogs here, mm-hmm. she can guard a bit, but she's tiny and not actually scary and can't. Yeah. Well, her. and that's what I think it is with Penny because the thing is the last time that she, so we don't let Penny in. Because you guys were living there and- when Penny moved in. Yeah. So Lex and Penny actually used to be really good friends. Um, and they never would fight. And then it started having just sometimes, but again, it was like over a ball, over a toy, because Penny is also somewhat dog aggressive. Like she will guard and bite and Penny nip, but she's is very tiny. Penny specifically food aggressive. Yes. Because she was, she um lived in a trash can for her first few weeks of life. So she's But also she bit Madeline the other day in the face and there was no food involved. She did? So, yeah. I she hate when she does that. Night. Sometimes she if you try to give her a kiss and, and she just her. bites you. Penny's part chihuahua, if that helps anybody. So Penny's just a little aggressive too. So her and Lex would kind of like butt heads, but Lex is much bigger. So it's like if like Lex could hurt her, whereas Penny's not going to hurt Lex. So we just don't let them hang out anymore. They, they used to be punch friends. Wood on her belly once. Right. But they used to be friends. But the thing is, so like they, uh, MH, that's our dad, started saying like he thought that like the last couple times she attacked her was for no reason. But I think that really what it is, is that she was guarding um, people like because she really, really loves it was Mads that was like in the middle when Penny came over. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like because she's attached like to the family. Like Lex loves attention. She's an also attention whore. the last time that I remember Owen and Lex getting in a fight at our house was one of the times I came home from California. Or yeah. Something. And that was a long time ago. But yes, it was when you got there for some reason, the emotions were very heightened. Yeah. Um, Lex is very. I wonder then if she doesn't like Lorelai because Lorelai is attached to me. Well, and because like so with Penny, when at least when Penny came into the picture, I had only had Lex for a few months then. And so, and when they fought, the first few times they fought, it was actually not Lex starting it. It was Penny starting it. Penny started fights with Lex and Owen when they first got her. Shut um, up. She started a fight with Owen? Yeah, well, she, he didn't fight her, but she had- But she, she was like, trying she was, to. She was like- She was guarding like the crate and like snapped at him. She but guarded the, the trash ones, remember? And the trash. I wasn't and there, the but food, I heard about like, it. Whatever. She only start Lex only started attacking Penny after I had moved to California and then come back. So I think it was so my dogs did not like living in California because they're like people dogs and we were pretty alone out there. So I think when we came back that she was like so happy, like, you know, that everyone was there Mm -hmm. that she became like more like these are my people, you know, like. And that is why yeah. she started going after Penny because before we moved to California, she did it. But she's never liked Lorelai. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Lorelai didn't come into the she, picture until first time she was near Lorelai off leash, tried to murder her. Yeah. And Lorelai, but that's what I'm saying. So Lorelai didn't come into the picture until Lex had already existed for years at that point. So, yes, yeah. I think in that case, it is the house. Like, I think she's like, I don't want another dog in this house. What the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, is my only guess because, like I said, she doesn't attack. It's like dogs. MH was saying that he thought it was like small dogs, except that she did used to start fights with Owen, so it's obviously not just small dogs. But well, and also at the dog park, she would play with small dogs, so it's definitely yeah, like it's also. not in a public setting. So because that it's he says that because it's what the vet told them because the vet didn't have all the info, but you know how he gets. Yeah. And the vet was like, she must have small dog syndrome. That's well, what he and she it. could be more prone to attacking small dogs because they're. She knows they won't hurt her back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I don't think it's that she, like, specifically doesn't like small dogs. She just isn't as, like, she's not going to fight with Owen unless there's, like, I think, yeah, something involved that she really wants because she knows that, like, he could bite her back. Like, she's not Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And so they, like, normally don't fight. And, I mean, they haven't been in a fight in a long time, aside from when I closed Owen's tail in the door, and that was my fault. Shannon so. started a fight because she... I didn't mean to. tail in the door, and... I closed Owen his tail thought Lex did it, so then Owen out and Lex. <laughs> yeah, he, Lex was next to him. He snapped at her because he assumed, like, he, he got hurt. Lex it was probably her. Tail. It was actually me. His tail was in the door. <laughs> besides the point but yeah otherwise she would never start like a random fight I love with that Owen. he assumed that you would never hurt him though he was like it was lax no but I think he realized after because he definitely was looking at me like and I don't even know if he necessarily thought it was her or just like because he was hurt he kind of like er like you know did a little like he just like bit because <laughs> she was next to him he yeah. didn't bite her but he was kind of like er you know like a lunge like <laughs> I don't know you know when dogs get in fights and they don't always bite but they they like pounce a little I think he was just startled so he wasn't really sure what he was doing and then she was confused because she was like what the fuck what's going on and then everyone got angry um <laughs> so but yeah I don't know um moral what of that what are we is, talking about uh that le- that you can't be my roommate because Lex oh. really doesn't like Lorelai yes yes yeah and so, if it is a guarding a place thing that wouldn't work with your house because that is her right exactly <laughs> that would yeah, be even just- worse and also, and also Lorelai is like scared of Owen sometimes because he steps on her. Like she wouldn't be oh, happy. But she loves like- him. She would love living with him. They, I think if they lived together, I think they'd become friends because I think then he would like, they'd like lay together and stuff. I think they'd Maybe. be. Owen's not self-aware of his surroundings and he will trample on small dogs because he just doesn't care oh, to pay attention. Small. He's yeah. just a pit bull in a china shop. Yeah. It's not his fault. So, um, no, I don't have any other roommate prospects. Um... And anyone with a dog cannot live with me. And um, yes, so that was basically the whole story that now I, the second that he's moving out, I have to pay the whole house myself and I'm losing money and he just got more money and a cheaper rent. And I think that good karma is not real because as I said, I was very nice. I've been forgiving to him. Like I helped him out in like hard situations and and then yes even said like i don't want you to pay me back for anything which he was nice enough to say he was still gonna give me money thank god because if he wasn't still gonna give me money i would probably be becoming homeless um and in return what i got was less money and more stress um and just bad luck so i'm wondering why i haven't got any good karma tristan would love if you picked up a shift at t-bones but Tristan always tells me that the people at T-Bones are complaining that they don't make enough money. But do we know if that's true? Um, I believe it. Yeah, because he'll say that they'll complain. 
And I wouldn't like want to pick up a shift at T-Bones anyway. You're right. You want to pick up a shift at Soho. Every time the Summerses are there. They would not hire me. They They wouldn't hire me. I'm pretty sure they only hire Chinese people. I think they do. Yeah. They try to be pretty authentic. Yeah. Um, It might be family owned, honestly. Like, I wonder if it's a family. I feel like every Chinese place is family owned. I don't know. Any of the good ones. Like if it's actual, like good Chinese food. It's usually a fam- same with like Italian places, like yeah, unless true. it's like an Olive Garden or something, or even like the Greek places around here in New York. Like I find that like any of the restaurants that are like not just like an American restaurant with lots of different foods, they yeah. generally like the Italian ones will have like Italian people and it's like family yeah. owned or like a couple families. Um, yeah. Where was I going with that? Anyway, so Shannon, you don't believe in good karma, but and I and I will agree. You've had um, you haven't had. I can't deny that you've had um, not great luck with money. Yeah. That's, um, I yeah, but explain me this one. Cause the thing is, how am I not getting good karma when I was like, so I was like the bigger person, you know, in the extent of the breakup. Mm -hmm. I think now he's having good things happen to him and mine are bad, but it could turn around. Or is it that you're only looking at the bad things? That's the that's the thing about manifesting. It's also like a gratitude practice. So let's do a little recap in what manifesting is, everyone, because Shannon needs to start manifesting money and good energy. So let's do a little yeah. manifesting recap. So manifesting is not just being like, I want that car, so I'm going to get that car. No. Manifesting is putting good energy out and getting good back, but in a way, but in a specific way. So if you're like, I need more money. And this is, okay, I was listening to actually the middle ground episodes about manifesting last week because I'm back on my manifesting kick. Um, I'm always manifesting a little, but I was like, I really want to get back into it. And then I got a job. So I'm just saying, I kept saying last week, I went shopping and I was like, it's fine. I'm getting a job next week. So I'm going to Yeah, you were spending way more money than you had to your name. No, I literally, I went shopping. I spent like $100 and I needed new shorts, which here, guys, look at how cute these shorts are. I just bought them. Just got them. They're really cute. They're literally, sorry, they're up my butt. So sitting, they're really cute. But anyway, I needed shorts. I went shopping. Um, I didn't go there for like shorts though. I went there for biker shorts that I don't need instead of shorts shorts. But um, anyway, I went shopping and I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm getting a job next week, so it's okay. I'll have the money to pay for this, and I need the shorts. It's all good. I will say that works as, like, a sidebar. So, like, I did read a book a couple of years ago where they basically said if you want money to come to you, just act like you have money, mm-hmm. and it'll come back. But you're treading a scary line there because it's, like... Yeah, you're not... It's not... No, so it's you're not supposed to, like, go out and, like, spend excessively. But I didn't. I was, like, I do need these shorts, and then I bought myself a bucket hat that was $6, <laughs> And then but you lost your bucket hat. So. I lost my bucket hat. So I needed it. And this ended up being such a steal. I didn't even know it was going to be six until I checked out. And yeah. then I just got one shirt because my black t-shirts are all like old and worn out. So I got one new black t-shirt that made my tiny boobs look really good. Um, but anyway, so I didn't like spend excessively. So if you're trying to manifest money, you're not going to like go out and be like, I'm just going to spend as if I'm rich and like all is good. All is good. No, I'm not going out getting my like doing takeout for like every meal of the day. I'm not going out clubbing every night and like paying for like a crazy yeah. table or something. But I acted like I know I'm going to have money. I need these things. It's fine. It's going to happen. It was like I need to pay my rent at the end of the month. 
all good. I'm going to yeah, have the money. Yeah, you didn't actually have the money for the I rent. was like, I'm going to have the money. I'm going to get a job. It's no big deal. I'm either going to get, like, I applied to a bunch of jobs last, last Thursday. Was that? Yeah, today's Friday. So last Thursday after the hearing that I did, I went home and I applied to a couple more jobs that went up on my school's job board site. And I was like, okay, I applied to these. If I don't hear back from them, like I'd like to hear back from them tomorrow, but if I don't hear back from them like Monday or Tuesday, then I've got to go out and I've just got to like go get a job at a restaurant or something just to like make money to pay my rent. But I was like, I'm going to be able to pay my rent. I've got three weeks until rent's due. I'm going to make the money. It's all good. I have done that before and sometimes it works. So you have to, it's just that you have to like believe that you're going to do it, but you also have to take the steps. Like I applied to the jobs. I was like, I know I'm not getting money sitting here. So I applied to new jobs. I was like, and it's going to work out. But then because I went in with the mindset to this job that I didn't necessarily think I wanted, like when I went into the interview, because it was like family law, matrimonial law. Right. Yeah. You were like, eh, maybe. Which isn't necessarily, oh, I clicked the wrong thing, which isn't necessarily what I want. I was like, it's fine. It's going to be good. Um, And like, they're offering less money than I want to make, but like, it's all good. Like maybe they'll like end up giving me more, whatever. And then I went into the interview with that mindset. So then I was there being like, I want this job. I'm going to get this job. And they could feel that in my energy. I could tell they liked my vibe. Um, because when they got off the call with it, they were like, okay, we're going to talk and then we'll get back to you. Within a couple of hours, they email me back and they're like, do you have time to follow up today um, at four or five? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, the sit, I got the job that I get on the phone. And she was like, we wanted to act like we needed to talk, but I feel like you could tell at the end of the interview that like we wanted to offer you the position. Yeah. And so you said it's that like, as soon as you were done. As soon as I was done, I was like, I think that went really well. I yeah. don't even think they're interviewing anyone else the way they were talking about it. They seemed like they just thought I was good. Like they got my resume and they're like, she seems good. Um, but so for you, when you need more money, you know you're not going to be getting more money from your job. So you have to do things that could make you money in other ways and just believe that you'll have the right amount. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to figure out because like the thing is like, I, it's like, I don't, it's really hard to get like another job in a restaurant. If you're like, I'm only going to work one day a week or something. Mm -hmm. So like, that's the fastest way to make money. And I'm also so used to like bartending money that taking a job that pays less than that is like, I don't want Mm -hmm. that. But realistically, I'm not going to be able to find a job that's going to let me work one day a week, more than likely. It happens sometimes, but what it's if, tough. Hear me out. I know you're not a morning person, but what if you get like a like bartending at like a restaurant type job? What? I mean, at breakfast. Like breakfast I was like, Erin, what? I was <laughs> restaurant, like breakfast. So it's like different hours. So you actually, if they need, like you could be like, I only want to work one shift normally, but like it could be any shift of the week. Like yeah. whenever they need I mean, you to I fill could, in. But I know I'll burn myself out like that because the thing is, if I'm working like a morning job and then going to like night and then I'm going to be not home till like midnight from like my closing shift. But just once a week, just that you're saying that you can fill in once a week, any day that they need. So you're kind of their like fill in person. So you won't be doing this every day because that would be insane. Yeah. That is not the way to do it. But then it's like, what you're like when it because especially in the summer because people are taking vacations you're like I can like be the person that will fill in whatever day you need when people are out um just I could try that but I feel like I just need to pick like a different route you could you could also do other things but my point being that you have to believe that you're gonna make the money and that whatever you choose is going to give you the money that you need what if I bought a lottery ticket no, that's not how it works. That is very much not manifesting. <laughs> All right. That's not it. So manifesting, it's believing that what 
is meant for you is going to come to you. But specifically that like in a specific way, but in a not so specific way, like specific enough that like it's a goal that like you can work. Yeah, no, not specific enough to be like it has to be this exact amount of money in this exact way, because otherwise you're not giving wiggle room for the options to come in. And then if something different comes in, you might be like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Whereas like, maybe if you're just like, I want to make money in like this type of career, then like anything in that realm could come in. You'd be like, oh, this is what I was like waiting for. Like I was waiting for an opportunity like this. Whereas if you're like, I only want like a bartending job Tuesday nights because that's what I need. And then something that's like Wednesday nights comes to you or Wednesday mornings, then you're like, well, that's not what I was manifesting. So that's not it. So those are my thoughts. So I don't think, I I do think you have some bad luck. I'm not going to lie, but I do think you can turn it around because that's the other thing. When people think they have bad luck, a lot of times it's because they're only looking at the negative and they're like, this bad thing happened and this bad thing happened and this bad thing happened. Instead of like I was saying before, you could be like, oh my God, Zach's making more money now. So he is going to keep giving me money. And like Zach got this cheap rent so he can continue to give me money. He told me he was going to buy me presents actually. So, well, he probably should. He owes you a lot. So we were joking. So like a lot, there's been like a lot of, so my birthday and Christmas are both in December and we've had, obviously Christmas is in December. Me and Jesus sharing a birthday month. Um, (laughs) He's a Sag then too, right? No, he's after the, no, is he a Capricorn? Except that's not really his birthday, remember? I think it might celebrate it. I think it might change the day after. Wait, yeah, it's not his real birthday anyway, so who knows what he was. But we're Um, celebrating him as if he was a Capricorn. Yeah. I think it might be Sagittarius. I think Capricorn might start on the 26th. Maybe not, though. It's usually around the 22nd, like 21st to 20th. All right, then you're probably right. But um, anyway, so like, and for like most of the time I've known him for some reason, December's have like not been good months for us. So bad like, month for everyone, I feel like everybody's always like low on money or getting laid off and shit yeah. in November and December. So there was and like that's when people need more money. And his birthday's in June, and I've had like more luck in the summer. I don't know. So every year I've known him, basically, he's gotten birthday presents from me. And then there have been, and there's been a lot of years that I did not get birthday presents from him. And it like wasn't his fault. It's like he didn't have a job or we had COVID or, you know, like yeah. there was things happening. And then also like we weren't together, like, for one but then for his we were like because of where they fall um and for christmas there's been like i don't i think he only got me a christmas present like ever once but i also haven't gotten him a lot because like we both didn't have a lot of money come december's so anyway i was joking saying that he could start um buying me like backlogged presents but that he has to label it like christmas 2020 or like that would be so funny though and but i was joking but now he said that he might do it so i'm interested to see if he follows through i hope Uh, he does that would be iconic yeah um, anyway so yesterday i did buy um (laughs) yesterday i saw this super cute xbox controller i don't have an xbox i don't own an well he has an xbox i've never played i'm not a gamer girl i have no interest but there was this like cutest like limited edition xbox controller it, it really spoke cute. to me. I'm also not a gamer, but it looked yeah, cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was like partnered with OPI nail polish. So the colors on it were all OPI Shut color. Up. I don't know why. And I was like, sent the Snapchat to everyone. And I was like, guys, this is so cute. Like, why did I almost buy it? Even though I have no use for it. And then 
he responded and he was like, buy it and bill me later. And I was like, but I don't have an Xbox. And he was like, I can leave you mine when I move out. Because then he, he probably has one. He usually plays on his PC, but he wanted the Xbox because there's like other games on yeah. that. But like now he like feels bad because my life sucks all of a sudden. So Also, does Manny not have an Xbox probably? He might. I don't know. He so he was does. like, I can leave you the Xbox and I'll buy you the controller. And it's like, I literally don't even know if I'm ever going to use it. But I was like, I'll come over okay. and have game night. I was like, okay, sold. So I did. And then I Venmo requested him because like he wasn't with me. So he has to send me the money. And I sent him a Venmo request that said like Christmas 2020. So I love it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you need to be looking at the positive side of things. And then more positive starts to happen because then you're just looking at the positive. So part of manifesting is gratitude practicing. So being like, I like... I'm Zach has the money to give me this. I have this cute new Xbox controller. I got a new haircut. That I'm like, never going to get my hair looks. Even if I'm broke, at least I've got good hair. I um, did get my hair done before I found out I was going to be broke. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I got my hair done in the middle of me being broke. Yeah, and said, I remember. Credit card, I'll think about this later. <laughs> and I did. I like I'm trying to be positive about it because I did think like, look, like I'm like super burnt out anyway. So like, I tried to think of it as like, okay, well, me having like another half a day off, like, uh huh, is could be good for me. But then I like just keep being like, but no, because I need the money. Like I so, so I need it to come to me in a different way. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to start that OnlyFans. I know, but I think OnlyFans is oversaturated, so I don't think I could get anyone to like specifically want mine. Well, yours would be a tease page only. Remember tits and toes, but only teasing. Also, like, the so I used to have a job proofreading for This Is Not For Erin. Um, I used to have a job proofreading. It's like they send me stuff from India. Like, I don't know. I got hired Maybe by you should reach out here. to them and see if they have any No, work. so they, I'm, I'm getting there. So oh. I thought I already told you this, actually. Well, I told I, the family I group think, stuff, but you might yeah, have not Yeah, but it was listened. a while ago. I didn't know what happened with it. So, well, so a couple months ago, they, like, texted me and were like, is this Shannon? And, like, so I, there used to be someone who worked in their U.S. office who would communicate between me and the people in India who send this stuff over to get proofread. That person's job got like discontinued. So now the Indian people like in India, like are like reach out to me, but like, it's very confusing because like language barrier. And sometimes I like don't understand what they want. And so they like texted me, is this Shannon? And I was like, yes. And then they didn't answer for weeks. And I sent back like, cause they said like, oh, this is whoever from MRCC proofreading. I was like, oh, like, do you have work for me? I haven't, they randomly ghosted me in the midst of 2020 and just stopped sending me work. Was it during the pandemic? Yeah, I don't know. I had been proofreading for them for since 2015. So like five years. Yeah, as a a private contractor. Yes, yes, private contractor. She wasn't employed by them. It's not like she was employed and they ghosted, yeah. Yeah, I build them every week and I would get paid by whatever I did that week because it was always different. They randomly ghosted me, literally didn't hear from them. And then like a couple of months ago, they texted me, then didn't answer again. And then emailed me a couple of weeks ago and were like, we have work for you. Like, can you do it or whatever? Yeah, that's your money. No, no, but listen. So I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And I was like expecting a lot. They've sent me like a couple things over the past couple of weeks and like very minimal, like definitely not making up for the $160. But it's still some. $150. It is some, but I was hoping for more. So I'm like, maybe well, I guess could, they could send me more. You could ask them if they have more. You could say, no, like, they always send it to me if they need it. And they'll be like urgent. They'll be like, need, end of day. And I'm like, 
Oh okay. my God. <laughs> that's how it always is. So that's why like, I, I hated the job anyway, because it was very stressful, but their end of, so it's like they're seven hours uh, ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So they would send me something in the morning, but by end of day, I would be able to have like till midnight to send it back to them because they're, that's they, what they they're be like, if for them, it's their next morning, you know, like, um, so it's, it wouldn't be like five o'clock end of day, but they'd be like your end of day. Yeah. So but anyway, were, I don't know. Basically, so, so when they would get up, it would be there. They want it like right, right. Stayed so in like them. by midnight, it's seven a.m. for them, and that's fine. Yeah. Um. But so I thought that was gonna give more, but so far it is not. Maybe it will. I mean, maybe we'll it will. See. But that is maybe that is extra money. It is, but it's been they pay. It's like a dollar a page. Like it's super cheap because it's like I mean it doesn't take that long to proofread like one page. You know. But it's so if they're only sending like two pages, it's like two dollars. Two dollars, like maybe. <laughs> very slow money unless they're sending me like a decent amount and they haven't yet. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that they will though. If they're starting, I wish that I was stuff, like maybe they're working on a new project. That like- I wish that I was good at something like that. I had a talent that I could sell. You know, like people who paint or make jewelry or like you could. Whatever. You could definitely make an Etsy shop. You could just For make what like- though anything that's what i mean i I don't have a talent that i could blankets bracelets i am not not artistic is still happening all summer you could totally sell friendship bracelets there are rich bitches that don't want to make them but they want to have their own not the rich lazy bitches i don't know just wait but either way what so i understand the manifesting you're telling me to look at the good energy but my question for you is do you think that good karma is real do you have you have you seen people do good things and get good things back? Yeah. As me. often as people get bad karma, because bad karma is definitely real. Like, that's true. But I, is good karma real? Yes. Or do you not believe in karma at all and you think it's all just about manifesting? No, I think karma is real because manifesting and karma go hand in hand. Because Manifesting is if you put out good energy, you get good energy back. Yeah. And the same would go for bad energy and bad energy back. So I do believe it because I think they're kind of the same. I just think I've tried to put out good energy. Like I, I'm such a good person and I finally got a job. I was like, I'm going to get a job that pays me because I, I deserve more than one that doesn't pay me. Like I'm overqualified (laughs) and, um, and I'm a good person and I do good things. And I spent time, I spent my entire semester working in this clinic and like helping this person get their disability benefits. Yeah. And like, so I, like I've done the work, I deserve a good job and I, I got one. Well, it doesn't work for me though. It does. If you look at the good. I, what, what good have I gotten to make up for the good that I've done? Um, I'm not I saying I don't have any good things, but like I, at this point I should at least deserve like one, like, here you go. Yeah. Zach is giving you presents. I, no, because I deserve the presents. I, I, yeah, you're. You said you're getting what you deserve. You deserve the presents. I don't. I know. think you need to get a gratitude journal. I have a journal. I just never write in it anymore. No, I think you need a gratitude journal. One that makes you write down like five things you're grateful for. See, I've done those before, but every time I do them, I'm like, yeah, there's lots of things that good things that I have, but I'm looking yeah. for like a like a a sign from the universe, you know, like something big it's the it's the indians coming back with the proofreading maybe if they send me more i haven't even heard from them in a week now you never so know. i don't know you're, or your sign that finally you're not living with your ex-boyfriend he's finally able to move out 
you looked at it as like now I have to pay for it, but like, yeah, you don't have to live with your ex boyfriend anymore. That's I know, huge. but that's like mixed feelings emotionally. I know, so. but yeah, exactly because he's been living there, so it's a little mixy in the head. Well, and so like I'm gonna be alone. yeah, but also like I'm gonna be alone, you know. Yeah, and I'm not used to being alone because you're like, gonna find a roommate. You're manifesting mm-hmm. that now. But I, so I don't know if I want a roommate. It I in theory like this would help like monetarily. But like because of the way my house is set up, a roommate would be super like, I don't know, in, not invasive almost because the bedrooms are like so right no, no, across no. from you're each gonna other. You're going to find someone that you know that you're actually friends with. That it would have to be someone I know really That's well. That's what I'm talking so about. not be weird. And I maybe, don't know a lot of people really Maybe you well. can get Mads to move in with you. Just no, she doesn't want to because she doesn't want to pay for it. She also would never leave because Papa, she could never come. No, I mean, she could come if she wanted to. Mads she could hang wouldn't out do with that to her. Um... But either way, she doesn't want to pay for it. I don't know anyone that would be willing to pay this amount of money for rent because I'm only here because I have dogs. Well, like, you could you could always offer for someone to pay less, less of the rent. But I don't even know anyone. That's the thing is I don't have a lot of friends. So it's kind of hard to find. Okay, so them. maybe we're going to work on manifesting friends. I do think we need to end this episode, though, because it's probably gone on for a very long time. I'm not going to It's lie. way too long. No one's even going to get to the end of my story because we did too many... Um, sidebars maybe in the I'll middle. maybe I'll have to do some editing <laughs> <laughs> fuck um is karma real <laughs> but what's the answer did we give the people the answer well you said yes I think it's I think good karma is I real. said I don't know Maybe I just think that I've been a pretty good person overall. Like the example I was giving about the story with Zach was just, you know, like that is this singular thing that just happened now. But I think I've been a pretty decent person for the majority of my life. And I'm like maybe it's just maybe now I just should be a bitch like no that's what Zach um, Hagen told me that sounds that, like something Zach Hagen is my gay friend also named Zach but not my ex-boyfriend so oh that's yeah why yeah different they're different. spelt different but we're not typing right now so yeah so Zach Hagen. anyway so Zach was like maybe you just need to stop being so nice to people I'm gonna say no well, to an extent, I guess it could be true because maybe you're like letting people walk all over you. Like if you're too nice. I don't think you're letting people walk all over you except Zach at some point, but he's leaving now. So but doesn't. not always because I also have like on multiple occasions like stood up for myself. Yeah. But I just feel bad, you know? I'm too empathetic. Like I feel bad for people when I like, I don't know if I should feel bad for them, which is why Zach Hagen is always like, I don't, don't feel bad. Like just whatever. But like, so maybe I should start being a bitch, but- no. All right. So Erin says no. Um, we're not gonna start being a bitch. Um, I do agree. Maybe you do need more friends, and then maybe you'll find a roommate. So you're going to join some type of club or something. That's what I should do with my free time now. Yeah, you're gonna join a you're gonna do something that'll help you meet people. But I feel like most clubs cost money, so then I'm losing even more money. We're going to find a free activity. I just like, I'm stressed about money because I just want to own a house before Owen dies. We've already had this conversation and you get mad at me. Yep, I know. Um, But I'm just going to say that also has to do with you manifesting money. Okay, let's do the two ending segments. Okay. <laughs> Owen's my dog. He's uh, old now. He's not He's old. Erin not now, but I'm old. He's seven. Owen's and his not average old. lifespan is 12. Yeah. And I thought I would own a house with a large yard for him before he died. And yeah. now I'm almost 30 and I still don't have a house with a large yard. So I don't want him to think that I didn't love him enough. Oh my God. Owen, I love you the most. That's okay. a separate talk for a separate I'm day. done talking about you killing off Owen. We're doing the two ending segments, okay? <laughs> okay. 